Welcome to Life After Blindness, a blog and podcast that is dedicated to the exploration of an enabled life of blindness. And now, here's your host, Tim Schwartz. Thank you, Alyssa, and thanks to all of you for tuning in to Life After Blindness. Welcome to the show. This week, we'll be hearing a new Because of My Blindness story from listener Aaron Linson. He'll talk about his experiences with Ira, as well as his experience with audio production. Later, I'll be speaking with Hans Weiberg, who is the creator and founder of the very popular iOS and Android app, Be My Eyes. And then later in the show, in the T3 segment, I'll talk with you about how to organize and manage your subscriptions within iOS on your iPhone. This is episode number 32 of the Life After Blindness podcast, so you can find the show notes by visiting lifeafterblindness.com slash 32. That's lifeafterblindness.com slash 32. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Labcast. That's at L-A-B-C-A-S-T. So like I said, we're going to kick off the show this week with a Because of My Blindness story submitted to me from Aaron Linson. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Aaron Linson. So I have retinopathy of prematurity. I weighed one pound and eight ounces when I was born. And I could see out of my right eye um, for the longest time. Left eye can't see anything out of. If you know anything about eye acuity, I could see 20 over 200 with correction, or 20 over 4 without. Still was able to see small print if I... Rubbed it up against my nose. Uh, 16 point font was nothing to me. It was almost like 12 point font. So I learned Braille. Well, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I learned cane skills. I'm glad I learned how to do things blind because for the past six months or so, I have been going blind due to cataract, glaucoma, and retin- uh, retina scarring. Uh, there are multiple days every single day where the vision that I have um, left is unusable Um, and it's still unusable even when that stuff doesn't happen because it's taken 90% of the vision that I've had away it's like a fog has come over that vision and I can't see it Um, see to use it uh, lights are very, very harsh on it. Any kind of light is, um, sunlight in particular, white light in particular. There's nothing they can do about it. They could go in and remove, well, they could go in and remove the glaucoma and the cataract, but that could introduce some things that can make, make me go completely blind. I don't want to do that. Um, if it's going to go, I'd rather it go naturally. Because of this, I've had to learn a lot of things differently. I knew that I knew them, but the confidence wasn't there instilled in me. And I do have to say that Ira, the artificial intelligence remote assistant service, has been a godsend. And I can't thank the people at Ira enough, but I also can't thank my mother enough for purchasing it for me for a Christmas present or for a birthday present last year. And I'm really... Um, thankful to her and really can't say enough good things about it that it just um, 
it just makes my life more um, more independent and more uh, functional. And having my wife, who is also blind, being able to use the service as well, um, she's been completely blind her entire life, so she knows how to do this stuff. But for me, it's something that you know I've never had to deal with deal with before, and I'm dealing with it now. I'm continuing to deal with it. There are some frustrations that are never going to go away, but I do want to say that there is life after blindness, and that blindness doesn't have to stop you. Because it's almost like it's a destination to somewhere new. Because of my blindness, I now work from home for a sourcing and recruiting agency. Something that I've wanted to do all my life. And it's really, really neat. And I do a lot of stuff now that I didn't think that I would be able to do. I wish I would have had Ira coming back to Ira when I was in college. I graduated in May 2017. And Ira was just a forethought in the back of our heads. Hadn't even come out, hadn't even, even come out at the time. And man, if you don't have Ira as your college student, you need to try it. Um, because I'm pretty sure they could help you a lot. Uh, again, I, I'm a proponent for Ira. It's, I, I love it so much and I use it on a daily basis. So this has been Aaron Linson. You can find me on Twitter, Linson underscore pro LLC. That's L-I-N-S-O-N underscore P-R-O-L-L-C. Also check out my website, linsonproductions.com, where I do blog posts. And I have some podcasting resources and tools. And um, I have some products and services for sale as well. Um, and I just... And I have a podcast called LP Thoughts. That's capital L, capital P, Thoughts. You can go and subscribe to on iTunes, on Overcast, on Google Play, and leave a review and all that kind of stuff because I'm doing some more of that on there. I'm using an application called Anchor, and it's really, really neat. You can also follow the YouTube channel, Linson Productions, as well. There's life after the blindness, you guys. I'll see you guys in the next one. Aaron, thank you so much for sharing your story with us here at Life After Blindness. If you'd like to share your Because of My Blindness story like Aaron did, you can send your emails to tim at lifeafterblindness.com. And if you'd like, you can attach an audio file like Aaron did, or just write out your story and I will read it here on the show. Now let's listen in to my interview with Hans Weiberg from Be My Eyes. And for the interview this week, I am joined by the founder of the very popular app for iOS and Android, Be My Eyes, Hans Weiberg. Thank you so much for joining me on the Life Every Blindness podcast. Thank you for having me. 
Well, I've been wanting to get you on for a long time, Hans, you know that, and uh, of course with my own things going on, and I know you're a busy, very busy man, so it's just been tricky getting you on, but we finally have you on the show, so I'm so glad and appreciative again that you've been able to uh, come on and speak with me about Be My Eyes. So right off the top then, why don't we talk about Be My Eyes? For people who don't know, if, if they aren't familiar at all, tell people a little bit about what Be My Eyes is. Well, uh, Be My Eyes is uh, it's an app, uh, and it's app for, for uh, iPhone and for Android phones. And it's uh, basically a, a quite simple app. Uh, it's uh, it makes a live video connection between a blind or low vision uh, person's phone and a sighted volunteer. Uh, so, for instance, if you uh, are in your kitchen and you have this can of something in front of you uh, and you have no one around, then you can uh, pull out your phone and press uh, Be My Eyes. And then uh, when you request help, we send out a notification to uh, 10 people uh, because we don't know what our volunteers are doing. So uh, some might be working or driving or sleeping or whatever. Um, and then hopefully one or two of those volunteers have time. And the first one to say yes will uh, be connected. And then we make the live video connection. And then those two persons can, uh, the, the volunteer can see what the blind person is pointing uh, his or her phone at. And, and they can uh, talk about it. And in that way, uh, yeah, you can solve uh, most problems uh, that you have uh, uh, when you are alone. You're absolutely right. You can definitely solve most problems if there's something that you need read to you, like you said, a can or a box, especially in the kitchen. I think Be My Eyes is very, very useful uh, if you have mail, although, of course, you discourage and I agree with you. If you have private information that you don't want shared, of course, you don't want to share that. And the volunteers don't want to see that. So uh, they don't want to no. get put in that position, of course. So so you shouldn't share anything personal or private, but anything else, if you need something read or I know a friend of mine has actually used Be My Eyes to read a greeting card that he received from somebody for his birthday. Uh, I know mm. a lot of people use it, like I said, in the kitchen. And those volunteers can be very helpful in describing to you what you're what you know what you're holding in your hand or reading in special instructions to you or you know you know preparation instructions for food maybe perhaps or nutritional information. Really honestly whatever it is you need seen. I've heard some people talk about uh, maybe using a, a volunteer or a series of volunteers depending on the timing maybe to put together something if they have a project you know putting together you know, a desk or something like that, and they need help reading the instructions. So, so really, the the uses for be my eyes to have that volunteer help you are almost endless. Most of the uses are in inside the house, and uh, it is uh, turning up and down uh, air conditioning and uh, uh, making uh, coffee, and make sure you have the oven set to the right temperature, and uh, your washing machine, and uh, all kinds of uh, devices that are not uh, accessible uh, the way they should be. Um, right. and, uh, and also uh, finding stuff that you had dropped on the floor and uh, find out if uh, the, the clothes you have is the, 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 uh, the right uh, shape and, and form and color and, and, and so on. And so, so it's all kind of things where you just need a pair of eyes for like 20 seconds and then uh, that's it. 
Absolutely. You just mentioned one of the things that's the bane of my existence is dropping something on the floor because, as you know, you drop it, it skids across the floor, and then you, you think you've tracked it well enough and you try to listen and then you just can't find it. So, yeah, that that helpful set of eyes just even for 10 or 20 seconds to have them scan the floor for you and, and say, oh, yep, I see it. Go this way. Go that way. There you go. It's right yeah, there. Yeah. You know, it, it <laughs> exactly. makes things so much mm. easier, so much nicer. Mm. <laughs> and, and at this point with Be My Eyes, I know the numbers just seem to keep growing exponentially over time. Every time I check out your website or look in the app, the numbers just seem to grow ridiculously overnight. I believe the volunteers now are in excess of one and a half million and your blind users are in excess of 90,000. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really, uh, when, when I, when we, when I came up with this idea back in 2012, uh, we, 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 didn't dare dream about this and and um uh, in the beginning of the be my eyes app we even had a, a gamification element uh so when uh, you had been helping someone you would uh, get uh, points uh you could not use the points for anything but the points are good <laughs> and and um but it turned out it didn't make any sense to give uh, people points because uh, it, it's hard even to get uh, one call and then <laughs> so because there's so <laughs> extremely many volunteers and they are so uh, yeah eager to help uh, so it's really uh, uh, and and I think it, it's pretty amazing that we have reached uh, 1.5 million people uh, and basically in any country in, in the whole world. Um, and we have now 183 different languages where you can sign up uh, and, and uh, we can find a, a volunteer speaking uh, basically any language uh, across the globe. Uh, I think that's pretty amazing as well. It definitely is because no matter what, then no matter your language and no matter the time of day, say for instance, for myself, if I'm looking for someone who speaks English, if I'm say needing some help at two or three o'clock in the morning, my time, well, perhaps if I can't get someone who speaks English in the United States, maybe they're asleep, but there might be an English speaker somewhere else in the world who can help me. So really it, it does enable you to get that assistance 24 seven. Yeah, mm, it, it, at least in, in the major languages. Uh, sure. If you speak uh, Icelandic, it might be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but then uh, you can, and this is, we encourage our users to uh, to add uh, a secondary language if, if they are able to speak another language, uh, because then you can most certainly get uh, help uh, 24-7. Uh, but of course, if you only speak uh, Icelandic and then you uh, awake at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, it, it, you might have to, to wait till 8 o'clock. But, but otherwise, we should be able to help anyone anywhere. And with that ratio of volunteers to blind users of Be My Eyes, the connectivity is usually fairly quick. I don't think it's ever been really more than maybe a minute or so to connect to someone, usually within 30 seconds to a minute, you're going to connect with the volunteer. Yeah. Uh, in, in English, we have, uh, we have two um, ways to, to measure that. We have a response time, uh, we say, like is, uh, nine and a half seconds. Uh, but then it takes a little time to establish the connection. Uh, just like when you make a, a, a FaceTime call or something, it takes maybe uh, three, four, five, ten seconds uh, before the the connection is there. So, uh, but I think the ninety percent of the calls are uh, answered and connected within thirty seconds. So uh, we are pretty very proud of that. 
Absolutely, as you should be. And the other thing I think that you probably are very proud about is how you handle the volunteers. And, and the reason I say that is because there might be people out there concerned, say, well, one and a half million volunteers, what's my experience going to be like? Who are these people? Who are these volunteers? And as you say, the volunteers are very proud and very happy to work with the blind users of Be My Eyes. And you have a rating system. So when the call is ended, you, you can rate your experience. Tell me about that. It's also something that we have been thinking a lot about because when, when we came up with this idea back in 2012, nobody was rating each other or anything. Uh, so we didn't want to uh, to do that. And then uh, later on, uh, yeah, uh, Uber and Airbnb and I don't know what, uh, everybody is getting rated. Uh, and But we didn't really want to kind of go into a personal rating so we have made something in in between uh, <clears throat> but maybe the most important thing is that if you have a bad experience and, and this goes for both the volunteers and and the blind people uh, you can report this person and then uh, someone in my team will get uh, a, an email with a link to the uh, to the, the call and we can go in and then if something inappropriate is going on then we will block people uh, right away uh, so uh, because anyone can sign up to be a volunteer uh, and uh, so and also a, a blind person so so we, we need to have this uh, uh, security in in, in place. And I think that's a fair balance to be found there because I understand the point of not wanting to go so far into a rating system like Uber and all of them do. But that being said, you almost still have to have something in order to, I don't want to say the word regulate because people don't always like that word, but but just something that can say, you know what, we are protecting both sides. You want to protect your mm, blind yeah, users yeah. as mm. well as protect your volunteers. You want to protect both of them and, and, and make that experience as pleasant and, and as positive as possible. So you almost have to put something in place that says, all right, we're going to protect you and your experience. So if you do have a problem, you can let us know and we have we have something in place to take care of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but as always, um, uh, you, you you have to be, be careful uh, with yourself. And, and I, I usually compare using Be My Eyes to meeting someone on the street. Uh, you you kind of you should put yourself in, in that mindset, and you wouldn't pull out your uh, credit card and have a, a completely stranger read <laughs> the numbers to you. <laughs> no. um, so so and you should not not do that in in, in be my eyes either. So uh, so there is some uh, limitations and so on. But uh, apart from that, uh, I think you can use uh, be my eyes for pretty much uh, anything. Uh, but of course, uh, as we say in our terms uh you should not uh, you the volunteer cannot tell you when it is uh, safe to cross the street uh the volunteer can can guide you to the street corner and make sure you're facing in the right direction and can tell uh, you what he or she is uh, seeing uh, but there can be a little uh, delay or it can be uh, dark or whatever so it can be really difficult for the volunteers to uh, to, to see what's going on so as always, you have to rely on your skills uh, and you ha have to train your mobility and so on to, so you are capable of uh, taking a safe decision about when it is safe to, to cross the street. This is super important. And I believe this goes for Be My Eyes and, and any other uh, service uh, like, uh, like, like our. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You have to make sure that your own orientation and mobility is in place, that you've you've, you've trained yourself, mm. that you understand what's around you. And you're right, a volunteer or even even a trained agent like they have with Ira, they're, they're only going to get you so far, and they should only get you so far. I think that's important. You should use your own common sense and understand they can help me to a certain degree, but then I need to use my skills and my abilities to do the rest. And so I think that's absolutely yeah. mm. fair. You, you know, have the volunteers be there as a guide to get used to a certain point. And, and I think the, the other point you were talking about, you know, meeting somebody in the street, I think as long as you're respectful and polite and use common sense, like we said, I, I think that your experience is always going to be very, very good. Mm, absolutely. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it, it's just <laughs> important to remember that we are, uh, and that's, this goes for Ira as well, we are the eyes, we're not your brain. Uh, so, <laughs> and this <laughs> <Right>. is <laughs> super important to uh, to remember. Now, when it comes to using orientation and mobility and, and crossing the street, like you were talking about, you know about this firsthand because you yourself are visually impaired, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, one of those uh, retinitis pigmentosa uh, guys. Uh, and as it is right now, I have about uh, five degree vision left. So I have uh, a very small central vision. Uh, I'm still able to read the text on my uh, phone, uh, which I'm super happy about. And I pretty much do all day. Um, and um, and I uh, combined with uh, a little uh, hearing loss, uh, so it is not the, the best combination. Uh, but and uh, my my grandmother had the same uh, disease, so I I kind of know how it uh, is going. And uh, uh, she went completely blind when she was in her mid sixties, and uh, I'm fifty four now. So I I, I hope I have uh, another uh, ten years with with uh, some vision left at least. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hopefully you do. And and I, I presume, is it safe to say that because of your experiences and your vision loss and that history, Be My Eyes is, is pretty personal to you, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, in the beginning, I was uh, joking with my uh, developers that they should uh, uh, get it done before I needed it myself. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, and they, they managed to do that. And uh, I'm, I'm super, super proud to see that uh, it's uh, spread all over the world. And uh, I... I really have a, a, a good time looking into uh, the back end where I can see that uh, uh, people in, in Japan and Korea and, uh, and even in China are helping each other uh, in languages that I don't understand at all. So it's really amazing that uh, one small idea from a almost blind uh, guy in Denmark can, can, can spread out. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a real joy for me to, uh, to, to follow this. That's really great. Yeah, I, I understand that feeling when I first started my podcast and blog and the first times I would see that I had a listener from Japan or the Philippines or China yeah. or, <laughs> or even Denmark or, or anywhere that wasn't the United States, Canada, UK, you know, uh, I, I would receive these, uh, you know, listens from these other places or even emails or contacts from these countries. And it was just fascinating and wonderful and this great feeling to know wow, I'm reaching out and, and getting to the ears of these people. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. It's, mm. uh, it's an amazing feeling to know that you're, you're reaching out and, and connecting with people with what you have developed and what you have founded. 
Now, that being said, because of the expansion and the growth of Be My Eyes over these many years that it's been available, you've actually made some some partnerships. I believe Move, is it Move It or Move On? I always get it wrong. Uh, mm. the, the transportation, Move It, move it that's right. Move It, mm. uh, the transportation uh, app, as well as Microsoft a little bit later on. Tell me about those partnerships. Well, um, there's the, the two different uh, partnerships here. Move It is kind of a... Uh, uh, it is not something that is uh, it goes into the app as such. It's more like uh, we we uh, recommend that you're using uh, Move It, and uh, Move It is recommending that you are as a blind person using uh, Be My Eyes when you are at a train station looking for the bus or something like that. So it's not integrated um, with Microsoft. It's a whole different story uh, because um, when we launched. Be My Eyes in 2015, uh, there was only one button. Uh, now there's two buttons. <laughs> uh, and the second button is called Specialized Help. And when you tap on that, then you will get into uh, uh, another uh, menu where you can uh, find uh, different uh, companies. And one of them is uh, Microsoft. And then you can call Microsoft support directly from your uh, 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 be my eyes uh, and, and the good thing is uh, there's a few good things uh, one of them is that uh, Microsoft is also getting the video feed so now it's way easier for the support person to help a blind customer because uh, now they can see what's going on uh, because we all know that the first thing they will ask is uh, okay what's on the screen now uh, and how many green lights is flashing or something like that and if you are a blind person, that's really uh, pretty hard to, to answer those questions. Uh, but now they, they can uh, do it way faster, and they are super excited about this uh, way of helping their blind customer. Uh, the second good thing uh, about this is that uh, Microsoft is paying Be My Eyes a monthly fee. So we help them help their blind customers. Uh, and we uh, are working on uh, uh, to add a, a number of companies to this list so you can uh, yeah have uh, getting help uh, in a in a better way um, and and with an app that you are familiar with uh, so well, you know, I have to ask then, and you don't have any reason to answer me whatsoever unless you want to, but uh, can, can we talk about any of those companies or is that still a negotiation, the future companies? It's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I cannot give you any names. But, <laughs> oh, that's but okay. we are looking, uh, we're looking at, uh, and, and if you have some, uh, some of your listeners have some good uh, suggestions for companies that we should add, uh, please send them so to, uh, to hands at vmyart.com. Um but the thing is that we are, of course, looking for companies that are relevant to, to blind people. Uh, and that will be uh, a number of uh, tech companies, but also uh, banks and uh, telco companies. And, of course, uh, household machinery companies uh, would be relevant for, uh, for blind people to kind of uh, be able to, to access. I'll take that. I, I think that sounds really nice. And, and I think that those kind of partnerships, like you talked about, uh, you know, with Move It and with Microsoft, even just, you know, with Move It, it's the idea that we're going to recommend each other. We're going to work together because it just makes sense. Even if it's not integ integrated, I think it's really good to have a partnership in that space. And, and the Microsoft, mm, yeah. the Microsoft partnership is probably my one of my favorite parts about Be My Eyes because 
there's so many times where as a visually impaired person, as you know, you're, you're, you've got an error with your computer or something has happened and you've got this, you know, blue screen of death or black screen of death. And you don't know what it says necessarily. And I know Microsoft is trying to work on, on things on their end to maybe have narrator work from boot up like they've done recently and things like that, but that can only do so much. And so to have a Microsoft agent available is so it, nice. I think it's easy to imagine how frustrating it must be for the support person to have all this knowledge and I can help you, but I cannot see what's on your screen. And then, uh, so so, uh, and it, it's it's uh, super nice to hear how happy they are about uh, this way of uh, uh, helping. And and, and the, the third good thing is that that they get to know where blind people uh, have uh, trouble with their products, uh, so they can also improve their product because now they get uh, yeah almost uh, first hand knowledge about. Uh, their products and 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 this is uh, for me as a visually impaired person, <laughs> it's uh, also a, a super important part of of this uh, way of uh, running our business that that we help the companies learn about their own products so so they can improve them because uh, basically we don't. Uh, want this uh, special way of getting help uh, because they should just make their products uh, accessible in in the first place uh, so uh, so we really hope that uh, also the company will 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 learn from this so we've talked about the beginnings of Be My Eyes, and we've talked about some of these partnerships and the growth of Be My Eyes. I know that you've talked about maybe some other partnerships going forward in the future with other companies or services. What else do you see for the future of Be My Eyes? What are kind of your hopes and dreams going forward? Well, uh, and this has been kind of the dream all the way. And, and uh, you see, uh, I'm from Denmark, and Denmark is a very small country. We are only uh, 5 million people here, uh, and also very few uh, blind people. So we knew from the beginning that this needed to be a international, worldwide app uh, to make uh, the volume. Uh, but then we also looked at, uh, okay, where is it the, the blind people are living? And, and uh, 90% of the blind people in this world, they live in India and Africa and, and other low-income settings. Uh, so we also, and this was not an easy decision, but we decided that Be My Eyes should be a free app. Uh, because most blind people, whatever country they live in, are in the very low-income group um so so we we decided that it should be a free app uh and then we we had to make uh, money in another way uh to make uh, the the business uh, run around and, and and so it's um yeah uh and and we we can see now that we, especially that we are on android as well that uh we have a lot of new users in, in India, especially, uh, because it's very cheap to be online on your phone in India, and uh, and they are skipping uh, the landline, and, and uh, the same thing goes for the most part of Africa. Uh, so it's super, super interesting to look at the numbers in the developing world and see that uh, even, uh, yeah, uh, blind people uh, are getting access to to smartphones and uh, and that we can we can help them uh, and this is uh, for me is uh, pretty pretty big uh, that uh, this can can be done in this way and and the fact that that we can uh, without uh, any effort we can make a uh, 24/7 uh, service 
in in a, a country where there's only uh, three blind people uh, and and in uh, a language where there's that that not not that many uh, speaking uh, is, is is pretty remarkable uh, and uh, and also that we we hope that blind people are getting a little more courage now that they know that they uh, can get uh, a pair of eyes uh, within uh, half a minute uh to do uh, more things and 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 i think this is something that kind of starts inside the house that oh now i can do some uh, cooking cooking i wouldn't do otherwise and uh, maybe i can do this and maybe i can do this and uh, now i know i can do this and then i can also uh, take the next next step and maybe get out of the house and and uh, and and this is uh, it takes a little while and so on but it's super super important that you feel that you can, you can always have those uh, extra eyes in your pocket that you can uh, use when needed so that's a good point i know the first time or two that i used be my eyes i was a bit nervous and i wasn't sure if i was real comfortable using it and then after i did use it had some pleasant experiences and i know many other people that have had the same experience it's now just as you Mm. say it's another tool to have in your back pocket with those set of eyes that you know you always have available and the more you use it the more comfortable you'll become with it the more understanding of it you'll become i think the more comfortable the volunteers become and and they become educated about us as blind people (laughs) And so there is that, that both sides of the coin. And uh, I I think once you get past that, you know, idea of being comfortable using it or not, once you've done that and used it, uh, you you will find that you'll want to use it more and more. Making the first call uh, can really be uh, uncomfortable, uh, but most times when you have made the first call, you find out that it was really easy and there was nothing to it and so on. So we really encourage people to uh, to make uh, a test call, uh, just put something on the table and, and uh, see what it is and so on. Also, so you kind of learn how to hold the phone and uh, and so on. So it's, it's really important that you yeah, uh, jump into it and make the first call. So before I let you go, Hans, if people want to get more information about Be My Eyes or get in contact with you in any way, how can they go about doing that? Well, that's also pretty straightforward. Uh, you can go to bemyeyes.com, uh, our website, where you can find uh, all kind of uh, informations and uh, answers to questions and uh, articles in, in many different languages. Uh, so you can try out your language skills. Uh, and we also have a, um, a YouTube uh, channel uh, where we uh, post uh videos without any pictures, <laughs> uh, uh, stories that uh, we, we try to make uh, user stories where people are telling about how they are using it, both uh, blind people and uh, the volunteers. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, you can follow us on, on Facebook and, and Twitter as well. That's just search for Be My Eyes, and I'm pretty sure you'll find us. Very good. All right. Well, Hans, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Life After Blindness. I really appreciate what you're doing with Be My Eyes and appreciate your time. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me and being a great pleasure.
Now, I had actually conducted that interview near the end of last year, right before I had had some issues and went into the hospital. So some of what Hans told us isn't quite accurate anymore. Since then, the 1.5 million volunteers has grown to over 2 million. How about that? So thank you again, Hans Weiberg, for joining me to talk with me about Be My Eyes. I highly recommend this app for anyone who needs any kind of assistance and has a smartphone. All right, so up next, like I promised at the beginning, I'm going to talk with you about how to manage your app subscriptions on your iPhone in this week's T3. T3 initiated. Many of the apps available on Apple's iPhone offer the ability to subscribe for more content or services offered by the app developer. Whether you've signed up for a free trial, a one-month, or even a one-year subscription, you may want to go in and monitor these from time to time. Unfortunately, Apple hasn't made it very easy to find subscriptions on your iPhone, so I'm going to tell you how. First, open the Settings app, and then navigate to the button that displays your name, along with Apple ID, iCloud, iTunes, and App Store. Select this and then navigate down the next page until you hear iTunes and App Store. Selecting this option will take you to another screen where you need to find where it says Apple ID followed by the email address that you use for your Apple ID. Selecting this will bring up an alert dialog displaying your Apple ID email address. And below this, there will be a button labeled View Apple ID. Select this to go to the next screen. You should now find yourself in your iPhone's account settings. Scroll down on this screen until you see a link that's labeled Subscriptions. Once you're on the subscription screen, you'll find two main areas. The first is subscriptions that are currently active, and the second are subscriptions that have expired or have been canceled. You can now navigate through different active subscriptions to get more information about when they might expire, when they may renew, how much they may cost, and even have the ability to cancel or even find other options to change or upgrade those particular subscriptions. So in just a few uh, simple steps, it's never been so easy to manage your app subscriptions. I really hope that that tip helps everyone out there. I know that sometimes I will subscribe to something and then completely forget about it and cancel it too late after it has already renewed. So hopefully that will help you get ahead of the game. Now, coming up this next week, I will actually be on vacation with my wonderful wife. But when I return, I'll be back with an all new episode of Life After Blindness, where I will talk about accessibility as it pertains to going on vacation. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast or that you have bookmarked the website, lifeafterblindness.com, so that you don't miss any future episodes. So that will do it for episode number 32 of the Life After Blindness podcast. I'd like to thank Hans Weigberg and Aaron Linson again for contributing this week. If you'd like to get in touch with me, again, send your questions and comments to tim at lifeafterblindness.com. And you can visit the website and show notes by visiting lifeafterblindness.com slash 32. Please join me again next time as together we continue our journey to find that there truly can be a life after blindness. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.